0: in the back podcast. 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 (laughs) I'm Michelle and I'm Lauren. That was awesome. So every show we have a theme and today our theme is one of my favorite words and I'm sure Michelle can agree which is manifestation. Manifestation.
1: Yeah, we're so excited about this. This is something that I've been really looking forward to since we came up with the idea to do the podcast together. Yeah, Yeah. me
0: too. I think that a lot of people don't realize the power of manifestation or that they can actually you know, sort of change their whole entire life through manifestation. So that's really going to be the aim of today. We're going to get into the how to manifest. We're going to um, show you some resources that we've used for manifestation. We're going to share some of our own success stories. And obviously we're going to have a little bit of a party at the tail end of the episode, which is going to help you to manifest the business and life of your dreams.
1: Yeah. We're just trying to lift those vibrations, I think, aren't we? That's what it's all about, you know, get the happy vibes flowing. And that's why we want to do the whole party aspect and a bit of inspo as well. Exactly. Mixing it all together. Yeah.
0: (laughs) One of the things that we need to cover off initially, I'm sure you agree, is actually what manifestation is. And you and I are uh, spiritual people as well. So we really do come at it from that sort of angle
1: probably important that we you know tell our listener a little bit about how we perceive manifestation. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think manifestation for me, Lauren, is super exciting because it changed my life. You know, I went from sort of being this person who was like almost waiting for things to happen. I wasn't always this action person that I kind of see myself as now. Um I definitely see myself as an action person. Um, now, and what what the action is? I think a lot of people like to ask for stuff. You know, we're all good at asking for things, um, and eventually, um, you know, you get a bit tired of that because it's like, well, nothing's really happening. So, what's really important, and the way that I see manifestation is asking, but also doing the action. You know, it's a bit like job hunting. Um, we were both made redundant on the same day. For those of you who who don't know us and, and maybe didn't listen to episode one, um, but The idea is that we're looking for either self-employment or we're looking for a job and we're working for somebody else. Either way, um, we need to take an action. And so the action may be um, we're on different job hunting sites um, and looking for that job, but also behind the scenes, we're putting it out there to the universe saying, I want to do something wonderful and something that I'll fit into and I have the right skill set for and blah, blah, blah. But if I put that out there to the universe um, and didn't actually follow through and actively look for work, then that would be kind of null and void. So the universe needs us to also take a bit of action. And I think that's how I see manifestation. For me, I've been getting more into the kind of the self-employment and you know, putting it out there to the universe. I'm One of the things I use as a mantra and it's, I'm a vessel, use me as you will. And all of a sudden I have all these offers sort of coming in, but it's up to me to be sort of actively, you know, I guess opening the floodgates. That's how I see it with manifestation. It's opening the floodgates. And one of the things is being grateful. Um, and when you put that thing out there is also saying thank you in advance. So thank the universe as though it's already happened. And then that allows the universe to do it, you know, to, um, to allow you to have what you want. Um, but it's absolutely changed my life. And I'm, um, I'm having a really great time you know, and that wasn't always a case. It wasn't always a case because I was one of those people that put it out there, but I kept putting it out there and I wasn't, you know, doing the thank you in advance thing. So it wasn't ever coming back to me and it can be really frustrating. I don't think a lot of people are in that boat. Exactly. So we just checked out online and this might be a good way for people to um, kind of understand what manifestation is because it is a hard thing. It's it's difficult to really put it in a box. Um, So we had to look online and one of the definitions um, is, I guess the how-to is um, spiritual manifestation is a theory that through regular meditation and positive constructive thought, you can make your dreams and desires become reality. So spiritual manifestation holds that if you really want something and truly believe it's possible, it'll happen. And so there is kind of that hope, I guess, a little bit of hope in there. Um, a bit of creating. Um, so creating the idea and what it is that you want to manifest and then trusting. Yes. Yeah? So a bit of trust as well. And trusting that that's actually going to going to happen. So it's, it's really, I see there's a threefold thing. Um, what do you see? How do you see it? Yeah, I see it similar to that for sure. And in a couple of minutes, I'm going to take
0: our listener through Uh, some of the tips and tricks that I picked up from the book, The Cosmic Ordering Service. So I'll go through, you know, some of the how-tos as well that our listener at home can utilize. But for me, yeah, manifestation is really getting clear on your intention of what you want. And like you said, being in a state of happiness and gratitude and thanking, you know, the universe for already delivering you that thing. So I think that um, when I've manifested things, before, what I do is I just know it's coming. So it's as though I set my intention. I deliver, I ask for the thing or, you know, the opportunity or whatever. And then I just trust that it's going to happen. I think for me, my journey started when, you know, I started getting into this sort of thinking of manifestation when I was probably about 18 or 19, which is like 18 or 19 years ago now. <laughs> if we want to go there. <laughs> so I've been practicing for a while but I, I watched the movie What the Bleep Do We Know? Did you ever watch that movie? No I didn't. It's amazing. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. It's came out in the 90s and um, I think it was like the 90s or the very early 2000s but it was basically a lot about how you know your thoughts can change your whole world and it was the first time I don't even know how this movie came to me, but it was the first time that I'd ever seen things explained in this way. And they really talked a lot about quantum physics and changing energy, and how the intention and even the emotion that you put on things will change the outcome of that thing. So, for example, there was an uh, they use an example of water particles or something. So, like they had these jars of water and then you could set you know one of them said love and one of them said hate and then basically after a period of time of base <laughs> sending a lot of anger to the hate water and a lot of love and stuff like that to the love water when they actually did a microscope and they looked closer they could see that the particles of the water were were misshapen for the hate one and were really
1: beautiful and maybe intact for the loved ones. So I do know this one actually. I, I know the one you're talking about. I haven't seen the whole thing, but I think that's on YouTube or something. And
0: they covered off a lot of um, basically taking responsibility and taking control for your life and what what's in it and recognizing that you're in power. So another movie that really shifted my whole life was The Secret. Because after I watched what the Bleep Do We Know, I ended up watching the Secret and that was a whole other amazing you know kind of realization for me. A lot of it had to do with abundance, mindset, and uh, a lot of it was sort of I guess you could almost say material gain. Whereas I don't think that, and not all the speakers in there were all about material gain. They were just, you know, sometimes in a material world, we want that sort of validation that what we're doing is working. And when it shows up as a material thing, it basically says, Oh yeah, this is really legit or happening. So the secret was a really big one for me as well. And, um, I didn't read the book, but I watched the movie and it was a lot about law of attraction and they had a lot of really powerful speakers in that, including Esther Hicks, who I know that you and I are both interested in and follow. So yeah, I guess, you know, that's sort of when my journey started and I, from that point on, I I took ownership really consciously of recognizing my power to co-create and, um, slowly started getting into, you know, sort of a journey of, of gratitude and recognizing that I'm in
1: control of these things and how I react to it. Yeah, I can't believe you mentioned the secret because I know you can't see me because we're actually recording separately. We live um, quite a distance away in the same state, Um, but I actually wrote down the secret as you were talking about the quantum physics. I wrote down the secret and I was actually going to lead into that and you did. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You manifested that very good. good. Yeah, yeah. No, the secret was life-changing for me as well. And I think i watched that, um, gosh probably back in 2005. Um, So yeah, that was a pretty cool thing. And when that came out, that was quite a new thing. It was quite a new concept. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost feel like that was a kind of a new way of thinking and it um, carried on from there for me, you know, in terms of the spirituality and looking at things in that that way, you know, to be able to just speak things. And that was what a lot of it was about, you know, putting that, those words out there and making them real, making them reality as you were talking about. Um, and Esther Hicks is just, she is just amazing. And I recommend that everyone I see, everyone I meet, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you must listen to Esther Hicks. It's like, I'm getting a coffee in the morning. You must listen to Esther Hicks. And the coffee guy's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she, she's, yeah, she's amazing. Um, absolutely amazing. Uh, and I think for both of us, it's um, given us a, a new way of, looking at things. In the morning, I listen to Esther um, and her getting into the vortex meditation. It just puts me in a really great frame of mind. um, And I feel like I have awesome clarity. I feel like I'm present, Mm. uh, which is really important when you want to manifest. You want to be present because you also want to be paying attention to signs and people talking to you and saying certain things because they're possibly leading you on the right path, Mm -hmm. um, giving you a few little clues along the way. And if you're sort of living in the past or living in the future, you're missing a lot of stuff. Um, And that's what Esther does for me is she keeps me in the present. So for those of you who haven't come across Esther Hicks, um, she channels uh, the collective consciousness known as Abraham which can sound a little kind of out there for some people who don't really get that. Um, but it's basically a collection of, I guess you would say ascended masters um, and they're all sort of putting their minds together and channeling through the one person, which is Esther. Um, and for me, it's just truth. When I, when I listen to Esther speak, um, it's truth. It just feels right. It lands within me and I'm like a hundred percent, I get it. Um, and a lot of it's stuff we already know. It's just that, sometimes we need to be reminded at how simple it is. I think we can overthink things and make things harder than they need to be. Um, But if you're trying to manifest that dream job, um, be it working for someone else or working for yourself or anything, you know, it's not even about jobs, but for us, I guess that's how we met was we were both made redundant. So it's really just, you know, putting it out there and, allowing it to come back to you Mm -hmm. and and trusting, but also living in the present, you know, making sure that you're in the here and now, paying attention to signs, paying attention to people walking up and just going, Hey, here's a business card. You know, where did that come from? It's, it's just amazing. Yeah, It's just amazing. This stuff when it starts to flow, it's listening to your inner
0: self. And I like how you talked about the being present because the issue or sorry, I'm going to rephrase that not issue, the the thing that people need to be aware of, uh, is that you attract what you think about most of the time. So if you're not present with where you are and the thoughts that you're having, then you're not actually, you're missing it basically. And you're missing your opportunity to be able to shift and, and modify and change your life to suit what you want. So, you know, I'll just use an example of Somebody getting up in the morning, and they uh, realize they've slept in, so they're now they're running late, and then. As they're running out the door, they get into their car, they realize they forgot their phone. (laughs) So they have to go home and they have to get their phone. Now, all the while, while these things, even though it's just two small examples, are happening, the person in their mind is thinking about all the things that are going wrong and how this is going to be the worst day. And, you know, and that kind of narrative is happening. So then they get in the car and they get driving and they take a shortcut and all of a sudden there's a car accident on the shortcut, which makes them later. And they sit and they continue to stew. And then, you know, the scenario continues to play out, however it works. They end up probably having a pretty bad day. So you have an opportunity at any time to stop the narrative and to change the outcome. And so, you know, a way that in a scenario like that, that could be turned to be a different, you know, kind of outcome would be, oh, I've slept in. Clearly, I needed a little bit more sleep. I'm going to be kind with myself. I'm going to slow a little bit down. I'm going to arrive at work a few minutes late and I'll make up the time on my lunch or at the end of the day. Now, obviously, if you're a shift worker and da-da-da, but I mean, most people are pretty forgiving. So there's always ways, I think, of sort of manipulating your situation to find the positive in that. One of the teachings that I learned from Esther Hicks is reaching for, you know, a higher thought. What you want to do in that scenario is go, I'm aware that I'm stressing myself out from having slept in, All these things are going wrong. Like Michelle said, coming back to the present and going, wait, I can stop this. I'm going to reach for a better thought, which will be, I've nourished my body to get more sleep. Or I always get everywhere I'm going at the right time. Um, You know, those are just some examples. So can you talk a bit more, Michelle, for those who don't know, maybe about the vortex? Because when you say that sounds like total
1: Crazy talk. (laughs) Voodoo, yeah. Um, Well, I was actually just going to comment on what you were saying. And I love um, that, you know, reaching for a higher thought. And the idea between that or behind that is about the vibration. Because if you're happy, the idea with what Esther Hicks talks about is if you're happy um, and Happiness can come in fleeting moments uh, but sometimes when we're sort of working on being happy, it could last, you know, a minute, it could last longer than that and that's great. You know, it doesn't matter. It's just even those little snippets are great. When you're happy, that's when abundance is flowing. So if you can be happy for a little bit longer and a little bit longer, then that's when abundance flows to you. So I think that's really important. If you're trying to bring something in, we just want to try to work on being happy and a lot of people who are unhappy, they just think that's completely foreign But that's the aim. Yeah, that's all we're aiming for. And if it's for 10 seconds, amazing. You know, we just want to keep building on that. So that's all I wanted to say around that. In terms of the vortex, um, I've got a really good example of this. And and after um, both of us were made redundant by the company, um, I started listening to Esther Hicks in the morning. And I do the getting into the vortex meditation. There's a bunch of different ones. We're going to put the link in the show notes. But there's like a series of six and a series of eight. And some of them are about general wellness, well-being, um, finances, relationships, different things like that. So it's whatever suits you for your life at the moment that you're kind of looking for. Um, There's also a bit around, you know, business and abundance and things like that. So I've just been listening to the getting into the vortex meditation um, and then maybe going for a run or a bike ride. And I know I've spoken to you about this, but I remember, and I've heard some other people say similar things. Um, So a lot of people want to know what it feels like in the vortex. And I remember Esther was saying it's when visions and words And sensations, so actual you know, feelings are all flowing at the same time. So the best way I can describe this, I was going for this bike ride. It was hardcore. My husband's like, we're going to go on this ride. He didn't tell me how hilly it is. I'm not a big fan of hills on bikes. Anyway, I'm pedaling up this hill and I'm just like, pedal, pedal. And this is a bit how you run because I know when you run, you have a mantra that you sort of say. And for me, I was just like, pedal and pedal. And we're pedaling and we're pedaling up this hill. And it was really, really hard and I'm sweating and it was pretty hard. Anyway, I look up and I'm like, holy moly. And I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden I was in the vortex. And what it felt like for me was it was like I was in Avatar, the movie, uh, where everything was just bright and colorful and there was like leaves falling and it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. And there's dragonflies and there's butterflies and I was just in awe. I was just sitting there and I was like, tears. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And my husband's up ahead going, what is the matter with you? And I'm like, oh, like everything's so bright. And he just said I'd lost it. But I was in the vortex. Like everything was flowing. I had thoughts. I had visions. I had sensations. It was just the most amazing feeling. And I think if one person hears this, you know, one of our listeners at home hears this and just goes, yeah, like I want to experience that or they do get to experience that, that's it for me. Like, I just want to share that with at least one other person who kind of gets that and is like, yes, I have had that experience or I have that experience coming, you know, in the future. I want to work towards having that experience. Um, So that was just epic. And I've got one more really quickly. Um, And I posted about this um, recently on social media was I was riding along, uh, running along rather, because I, I do a bit of running. Um, and I've been seeing rainbows like pretty much every day. And I feel like rainbows are a bit of a sign, you know, from spirit that you're kind of heading in the right direction. You're doing a great job. And every day I walk outside and I'm like another rainbow. And I'd seen this kind of little pitiful rainbow. I'm like, ah, oh, it's not the best rainbow, but it's still a rainbow. It'll do. It'll do. It's all good. And then I'm running and it sort of disappeared. And then it reappeared as I hit the bridge and it had sort of eaten this cloud. So there's a cloud there and the rainbow's over it. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then as I was running across the bridge, it's like the rainbow was growing. And so obviously, you know, looking at it from a physical perspective, it's like, well, obviously it's going to grow because I'm running on the right angle and the rainbow is sort of forming and it's water droplets and all of that. But for me, I'm in the spiritual level. I'm like, the rainbow is growing as I'm running. I'm like creating this rainbow and I'm like running along. And then the tears started flowing. I was like, oh, I'm so grateful. And, you know, there was like relief and release and all these emotions where I was like, oh, people are running past me. Like, why is she crying? And I'm like, I don't know. And that I was just really happy. You know, I was just really happy. And this rainbow formed until it was a complete rainbow, like this one massive rainbow. And I ran, you know, towards it. And it was just like this amazing feeling. And in that moment, being present like that, what I felt like was like, I can do anything. And that's what it feels like when you're in the vortex and you're present and you're seeing this amazing formation before you, whatever it is for you, it makes you feel like you can do anything. And that's what spirit is. Because yes, we're human. We're having a human experience. We're heavy creatures, you know, down here. But when you have that experience, it lifts you up. It's like what you were saying about choosing the higher emotion, and you literally feel like you can achieve anything. And that's what spirit wants for us. They want us to be down here, almost having a spiritual experience and realizing anything is possible. Yeah. I felt like anything was possible. Yeah. 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 Well, anything is possible.
0: And, you know, for a listener at home as well, who, well, maybe if they don't know what we're talking about, they're not listening at this stage. (laughs) But, um, you know, being in the present moment is something that you need to practice. You, um, you know, I heard Oprah and Eckhart Tolle talking about this in one of their YouTube videos where she was basically saying that you have a, it's like a spiritual muscle. You have to practice this sort of stuff. And, you know, you don't go to the gym one day and do an arms day and then you've got like killer arms. You have to work at it. And it's very often... You know, sometimes the things that we want, we don't want to put in the time or the effort. You know, uh, I've been on my journey for a long time. Like I said, over 18, 19 years to be in the present moment takes practice and it takes dedication and Eckhart Tolle's teachings really can help you to be here and be in the moment because when you're in the moment, you're able to recognize the butterfly flying around you or The blooming rainbow that's you know growing in front of you, and you have to be there to witness it because if you're too far along in the past or the future, uh, worrying about what happened or thinking about what you need to do after your run, you actually miss it. You miss it. You don't even see it. Yes, and you know when you're in the moment and you're experiencing peace, there's nothing better, I don't think, and you know, you can practice it and you will get there eventually. One thing that I wanted to mention too, that you made me think of was with your rainbows. So often some things that we can also manifest are road markers or signs that essentially show us that we're on our way. So for me, I've always been attracted to hearts. So I see hearts in the street, you know, um, Pieces of paper will fall in the shape of a heart or there'll be, you know, some kind of maybe uh, asphalt that's dried in a way, a heart or there'll be a heart stone or there'll be something like that. So sometimes when I see these hearts or pretty much every time, it's my marker to show me that I am where I'm meant to be. And again, if I wasn't in the moment, in the present, going back to the fact that I have to practice this, I'm not perfect at it all the time either. But if I wasn't in the moment, I miss these things, much like you with your rainbows. You know, if you're looking for your rainbows, the more you focus on your beautiful rainbows, the more you're going to see, the more present you're going to be because you're on the watch for magic to
1: happen. Hmm. Yeah, I run at my door and I'm like, I hope every morning I hope I see one and pretty much every day I'm rewarded. You're ready to receive that. Yeah, and I've t- spoken to other people. It's probably the same with you. And they don't see the hearts everywhere. They don't see the rainbows everywhere. But our hope for the listener at home is that you'll start to look. You'll start to look because it's yeah, you'll start to look. the same for everyone. It's not like you and I are special. No. We're just looking. We're just aware and we're paying attention. And it, it is a little bit of effort, you know, required to sort of stay in that space because it is easier to kind of walk around and say, it's just a rainbow. It's just a heart. You know, it's easy to say, oh, it's just a coincidence, which is what a lot of people say. You know, when, some, when we have a spiritual, we consider to be a spiritual experience, a lot of people would just write that off as coincidence. Uh, but for me, I yeah. feel like it's a bit of magic, yeah. you know? And if it gets us closer to our goal uh, and we feel like we're on the right track, then I feel like that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do you want to share any of your manifestation stories? Do you have any that comes to mind?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Um, this is a little bit around, uh, the vision board side of things for me. And I sort of randomly went through magazines. I'm like, this is when we're going to go into detail about, you know, how to create a vision board. But, um, I just sort of put little bits and pieces up and didn't think too much about it. And I found, I wanted a new Fitbit watch thing, um, to keep track of my steps and whatever. And I sort of just found one randomly in a magazine. I was like, it was a, different brand to what I had. And I sort of stuck that up there next to Oprah. So Oprah was on my vision board and I did get to see her when she was at the entertainment center in Brisbane. Hallelujah. Uh, Many aha moments. Uh, And so I had this, you know, little watch on there and I was like, oh yeah, you know, stuck it up there and kind of forgot about it. And then I had an issue with the one that I had, took it back and they said, look, uh, we can't fix it. Do you want a new one? And just pay for the extra, pay a little bit of extra. So I think it ended up costing me five bucks and I got the one that was on the vision board, but I actually didn't realize it was the same one until my husband pointed it out. And I went back to my little vision board and I'm like, Oh, it was the exact same one, like the same color and everything. And it was completely not even in my mind, not even in my on my thoughts. And so what I want to say around that is it's really important when you do ask for something I said before about thanking the universe in advance. So putting the vision board up there and just saying thank you in advance for delivering all these wonderful things. And then you walk away and you're kind of supposed to forget about it. That's a bit easier to do with things like that, that don't kind of mean too much emotionally. But it's so much fun when you go, oh, Like I got this thing and it was on my vision board and I completely forgot about it. And that's one of Esther Hicks's tricks. It's about not focusing on what you don't have. So don't focus on the absence, focus on the presence. And that's about giving gratitude. So I learned that that day when I got that little watch because I completely forgot about it. One of the other great little manifestation examples for me was I manifested my flute teacher. So I learned clarinet at school. Uh, I had a flute for many years as well. Never really did anything with it. Uh, and then I decided that I wanted to start playing at church on my little stage up there with all the other people that play different instruments. So I was going to work towards that. And so I said to the universe, look, you need to give me a flute teacher. And, you know, I really need this. And I kind of forgot about it and let it go because it wasn't an emotional thing. I think that's what I'm getting at is when things are emotional then it's really hard to let go because you really, really want it. So the flute teacher was just like kind of a test. I was kind of testing the universe. I was like, give me this flute teacher. Thank you in advance. See you later. Bye. And then I'm at an expo and I'm like standing there and this lady walks up and gives her business card to my husband who was running my stall. And she just happened to be a flute teacher. She had um, music notes all over her business card. And my husband said to her, you know, what are you doing? She's like, I'm a flute teacher. And he just, he almost fell over. He couldn't, because he knew that I'd asked and he looked at me and he's holding up the card and I saw the music notes and I just couldn't believe it. She just walked up and she's like, I don't even know why I gave you my card. We asked her later. She's like, and she's quite spiritual too. She's like, I have no idea. I just walked up and I thought you needed it. And this is what I'm talking about. When you're in the present and when you're paying attention, You notice things. So she was aware. We put the feelers out there. She must have felt something. And she just walked up and gave us the card. It was just the most random thing. But I was telling anyone who would listen, anyone who'd listen, this is what you need to do. But when it's something you're trying to manifest, you know, like a partner, uh, a loved one, things like that, someone to love, uh, that's a little bit harder because there's heart involved. And then we really want that. So it's not as easy to let go. And focus on the other things that we have around us. So I just felt like the flute teacher taught me a lot. It taught me a lot.
0: Yeah. One thing that you that came to mind when you were speaking was that you're in the sort of in the frequency of receiving, you know, and mm, you did a set it. and forget kind of order. And I'm gonna go into that in a yep. minute here about how you can do this yourself. So I thought what I could do is I'll also share a couple of examples of things that I've manifested. Yeah. I've manifested a lot of stuff and uh, I'm continuing to do that on a regular basis and see how my language really supports that because I know that, you know, I continue to attract all the things perfect for me. (laughs) So those are the small Mm -hmm. things is that I'm never going to say to Michelle, things don't work out for me or whatever. I would never allow that to be the truth. I always, you know, speak in a positive way. I always speak in a way that allows me to get on the frequency of trust and gratitude and receiving. So some of the things that I've manifested, uh, parking spots, that's actually a really good one for people to, to start doing. So uh, I, even yesterday I was driving to the grocery store and, you know, I'm driving and I happen to go to a grocery store where the parking lot is always really full except for never for me because I always have a parking spot in the front and you know as I'm driving to it I just said hey universe I'd really like a parking spot in the front please and you know what do I do I pull up and I've got my parking spot in the front so you know sometimes it's putting it out there and just knowing that you're gonna get it and also if it doesn't work out the way that you initially thought it would just being okay with that and going okay well maybe you know I wasn't as receptive as I thought originally or maybe there's a reason why I need to walk an extra five meters or 10 meters you know maybe I need the exercise or you know whatever the case may be so it's also being I guess a little bit more kind if things aren't exactly how you wanted them because for when I got my parking spot it was about three places over from the parking spot I've had before but it was still in the front and there were no other parking spots anywhere else so I still knew it was for me another thing that I uh that I manifested, so I was looking on Instagram about uh, four or five months ago, and there was this cool-looking woman uh, in a photo, and she had all this costume jewelry on, and I just was like, damn, that looks so cool. I love costume jewelry, and I I just thought, I want to attract, you know, that kind of costume jewelry, and uh, two weeks later, I ended up helping my partner's grandmother move out of her home, and into a residential and uh, I got two bags of costume jewelry. So we don't always know how these things are going to happen for us, but they do happen. So another story I've got, uh, cause I know people are always interested in money. There's a big competition here in Australia, and if you pick up your phone and you go, "I wake up with you know certain, you know certain sentence," then you are in the running to win money. And I uh, was practicing that for a while, so I was answering my phone all the time doing that. And then this one day, I had some friends who decided to prank me, so they pretended that uh, it was the TV station calling me, and they were like, "Congratulations, you've won." five thousand dollars and I was so excited I was just so excited it was the best and I thought at the back of my mind that it was a bit weird because I knew this television company didn't give out five thousand they gave out fifty thousand but I thought well maybe there was a a consolation prize or something that I wasn't aware of because it sounded really legitimate anyway it turned out to be a prank where I'm going with this though is two days later I inherited five thousand dollars So I'll tell you one more story, which is pretty cool. I was trying to sell my house, and at our very first open house, I was pretty nervous. And I might have, you know, been picking up on the fact that it was a difficult time to buy and, you know, all that crap. But what I decided to do was to combat the nerves. I put on some music, and I kind of danced around the house and just tried to keep a good vibe going. Now, it was about 15 minutes or so before the open house was over and no one had come yet. So I was outside and all of a sudden, this big ray of sunlight just shot across the backyard. And I looked to the front and this little family came in. And I went, oh, hello. You know, I ended up showing them around and whatnot. And then they left. So to make a long story short, six months later, the same family ended up buying our house. And one of the reasons why I want to mention it is because sometimes we don't get what we want, we get what we need. And a lot of significant things happen in that six-month period, which wouldn't have happened if we had sold our house. So I just thought that was another really great story about timing. So even though everything seems like it's aligned, if it's not the right time, then it's not the right time.
1: Mm. that's such a I love that I'm just covered in goosebumps like I'm covered in goosebumps the prank hilarious but the house thing and that's the thing you know and and what I just want to say around that is everything's clear in hindsight sometimes I think that's what that comes down to because you're there and you're like I'm ready to sell and I want this family to buy it and why aren't they buying it and you could have gotten out of control you could have let that get out of control with you and really just been impatient and frustrated and gone into those emotions but That's actually a really, that reminds me of a friend of mine recently who uh, split from her husband. She was in a different state, New South Wales. Uh, Her dream was to move to the Sunshine Coast. She moved to the Sunshine Coast with her son. And she's like, as soon as she got to the Sunshine Coast, she's like, great, I'm ready to find a job. I want a job now. Universe, please deliver this job. And nothing was happening. 12 months later, she's landed herself in the most perfect job. She's got they're willing to work around her having a son, having to drop him off here and there. So her hours are perfect. They fit in so well. And especially during COVID-19 and things, it's difficult because she got the job during that. So it's there's people being made redundant all over the place. There was a little bit of worry from her about that, but she was completely safe. And, you know, it's just the most amazing gift. And she now looks back at that and how she was and she's like, I now see that I wasn't actually ready. I was nowhere near ready, emotionally, all that stuff. But at the time, she was like, oh, this is frustrating. This is frustrating. But she got to a point where she was like, okay, the, the dream job is coming. The dream job is coming. And that's what she just held on to. And it did. It took 12 months. So it's not always in our timeframe. frame but in hindsight you can look back and say okay i can understand now why you know why it took so long and that's what it made me think of and she's so grateful and i feel like you're you know very grateful for the outcome there as well everything's always clear in hindsight always yeah. i manifested my job
0: um, i i had heard of people being headhunted on linkedin and i just said okay. to myself i'm going to be headhunted on linkedin so i spent all my time Building up my LinkedIn profile, getting it looking awesome. Got headhunted, got a job on on LinkedIn. Um, The other thing too, you know... Okay, so let's talk a little bit about how people can manifest. And then Michelle's going to lead us into the party. So basically... uh, I actually picked up this book, The Cosmic Ordering Service, just a couple of weeks ago. And it's a really short book. It's not how I've been manifesting previously. Uh, the way that I've always sort of manifested, honestly, is I just get clear in my mind what I want. I just show gratitude for it. And I just open up and get ready to receive. But The Cosmic Ordering Service is by Barbel Moore. And it says it's a guide to realizing your dreams. And it's a really short little book. Uh, You'd be able to read it in, you know, maybe a couple hours if you're a bit of a slow reader. I'm a bit of a slow reader. I think I read it a few hours. So I thought I would just read a couple of the ways that you can order from the universe. And this is in relation to ordering a partner as well. So, and okay, one thing I want to say before I, you know, kind of go into this is that you need to be clear on what you want and I believe that if you want a partner that you know one of the things that I did is I said I want an equal balanced partner you know I want the partner that's right for me and I actually didn't put a lot of other things in that because I just knew that I would attract the right person that was going to compliment me and So with the cosmic ordering service, here are some ideas for your ordering. So you ask for what you want when you are in a cheerful mood. So going back to, you know, Michelle being in the vortex, Michelle, uh, you can call it the vortex and I haven't experienced, you know, that heightened awareness in the same level that she had, but essentially you want to get yourself in a place of feeling good and ways to do that are to you know listen to music in our last episode we talk about power of music and we actually will put a link to our you can dance if you want to playlist in the show notes but you want to be in a good mood also what michelle said reiterating that is gratitude Gratitude is a really sure way of making you feel good because when you look at everything you already have in your life it just makes you feel so damn grateful and you get into the you know the whole vibe of like being able to receive more of that because you're already acknowledging the good that you have. So, ask for what you want when you're in a cheerful mood. Another thing is place your order once. You can cancel it if you want to, but place it once. Don't continue to go back and confuse things. Um, One thing I skipped over too that I will want to say is that when you're placing your order, you can develop a bit of a routine to do that. So you can write it down, you know, write down what you want and then like Michelle said, basically put it away. Uh, another thing you could do, you could walk outside your verand and you could yell out to the universe, I want to attract $5,000 or whatever it is that you want to do. So you can have a little bit of a routine that you do for yourself. You can burn some sage and you can, you know, write it down and have a wine and really get immersed in it. However, it looks like for you. It's fine. You can even just, you know, go, yo, I want blah, 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 please. Thank you ask for your order in a positive way ask for what you want and not what you don't want so don't say hey i want i don't want these green blinds in my house the universe just hears green blinds don't say i don't want say i would love to attract some beautiful brand new white blinds or i'd love to attract some white curtains or whatever that's probably a stupid example but at the same time Don't ask for what you don't want. Ask for what you do want. So always in a positive way. Then the last thing is acknowledge when the order is filled. So when you get what you want, you need to acknowledge it. And my recommendation, and this is what I do all the time is I go, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. More please. And so I always try to You know, just show an abundance of thank you. And when I say thank you, thank you, thank you, I'm sure Michelle can see it in my face because I'm feeling pumped when I'm saying these things. I feel it in my entire being. I feel it vibrating through my whole body about my gratitude and how thankful I am even for a parking space because what that parking space did is it validated the fact that I'm co-creating and that is so exciting I'm getting goosebumps now that is so exciting so those are some ways to get started Michelle did I leave any
1: out or did you have any thoughts on that? Neither that. The feel, the feel part of that, I just wanted to talk about that because I think a lot of people operate in the logic and a lot of people think, yeah, they're always thinking, this is what I want, this is what I want. But it is about the feeling because you got so excited then and I could see it, as you said in your face, when you come down to the feeling, that's when you're creating because it's hard to create when you're just logical and you're trying to rationalize everything. The other thing that I wanted to point out where you were saying, Don't ask for what you don't want. So you don't want to say, I don't want green blinds. You want to ask for what you want. And what I was going to say is that when people speak to me about what they want and what they want to manifest, there's sometimes a but. So I only listen to what comes before the but. So if someone says to me, I want to go to Hawaii, but I don't have any money, this, that, and the other thing, I only listen to the first part of that. And that's what I say to people. It's like the stuff after the butt doesn't matter to me. The stuff at the beginning does, because if you want something badly enough, you'll manifest it. You'll bring it in. You'll the money will come in. And that's how I went to Nepal. I went to Nepal many years ago, and my partner at the time was like, "I want to come with you. Let's do this together." And I just was like, "I don't think you're coming. I don't think that you're going to do it." And I wasn't earning much. Uh, I, I was working as a journalist. I was studying you know, I was, I wasn't earning a lot of money, but I was like, I want to do this trip to Nepal somehow. I don't know how it happened. The money came in and I had enough money. And I was like, this is amazing. And it was about, it was about four and a half grand, which is a lot of money. This was back in probably two, early 2000s and Still a lot of he money didn't now. have the money. Absolutely. He didn't have the money. I went alone but I kind of had an inkling that I wanted it more. And when you want something enough, you will make it happen. And this is what I say to people. There's no, but you just put it out there. I want to go to Hawaii, put it out there to the universe and allow it to come back and the money will just manifest. Thank you for bringing
0: that up. When you're asking for something, it's not your responsibility to determine how it's going to happen. You just have to trust that it's going to happen. Precisely. For example, I am um, 23 or 24, right? I'm planning this trip, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to Australia. I'm going to go. I'm going to get a work visa. Blah blah blah. Saved up all this money. I had this huge hesitation on booking my ticket, and I got clear with myself. I remember sitting on my couch at home, and I realized that I wasn't ready to go to Australia yet. And I had this feeling in my gut that when I go to Australia, it will be on a lot for long term. Now I'm 24. I have not met my Australian partner, by the way, and I live in Australia now. So you can see where, what happened. So what I thought, okay, I'm not ready to go to Australia. I have this feeling that when I do go to Australia, I'm going to live there for a long time Where do I want to go? And ended up choosing a place where I thought the accents were hot, which was Scotland. So I booked my ticket to Scotland. Long story short, I met my Australian partner in England. You know, we don't always know how things go. If our intention is clear, it's aligned with integrity, it's for your highest good. You know, these are all words that you can bring into, you know, your manifestation request. Uh, that it's going to happen the way it's meant to happen. Trust, it's going to happen. And that's like you with your money. You don't even remember how you got the money because it doesn't matter. You were open to receiving
1: the money. You got the money. You were meant to go there. I didn't rob a bank just to put that out there. <laughs> a lot of it's about alignment. And we we spoke about alignment before uh, and what that means. And And I guess I see alignment as being getting into the vortex, which is what Esther Hicks describes it as. Um, But when you're in alignment and this is about also when you're in a partnership. So if you're in a relationship and you both want something, um, so it may be a child or a pet or whatever it is that you want to bring in. um, It's really important for both of you to kind of be in alignment with that. So it's not that you have to have the same thoughts about how to get to that point, um, what Esther talks about is if it's something that you both want, even if you have different perspectives, don't focus on the differences. She says, focus on the samenesses. And I'm talking about, you know, because we're talking about individual manifestation, a lot of what we've been talking about, but I'm talking now about in a relationship or in a partnership don't focus on don't focus on the differences. Focus on the samenesses, and I realize samenesses isn't a word, but that's how she speaks when she's channeling. Um, focus on the samenesses, and then when you sort of find that, you can find alignment even if you have different perspectives, because you are different people when you're in a relationship. And then the universe will find the path of least resistance, and that's what I love: is the universe will find the path of least resistance. And that's you guys meeting in a foreign country and then both coming to Australia and all of that stuff. It's like, the universe is like, okay, the path of least resistance is for them to meet in the UK. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how it happens. It's about focusing on what's similar between you and this is in a relationship. Don't worry about if they have a different perspective, you don't have to change them because we can only change ourselves. That's the point. And then you just allow the universe to find the path of least resistance and that's how it happened. So I just wanted to put in the kind of relationship one too, because I feel like sometimes that's a bit of a, we butt heads. We can butt mm-hmm. heads in that situation. Yeah.
0: Do you want another, one more story? Yeah, I just love the story. story. bring it on. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of relationships and co-creating, so uh, my partner and I, I'm not really sure he would look at it the same way that I am, but we co-created the house that we're in right now. So basically, we were looking to rent, we just moved to a new location, we had a budget, I wanted, every, I wanted the world, you know, but on my budget, and also I happened to move to a place where there was a rental issue, where people were having a really hard time finding a home. So I wrote down all the things that I wanted and he was a little bit more relaxed with what he wanted. His main thing was that the last property that we lived at had a lot of gardening to do constantly, just palm trees and tons of work and all that sort of stuff. So he wasn't really as keen on living in a place with, you know, that required hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of garden maintenance. All right. I wanted, you know, uh, Lots of natural light, I wanted light in the front and the back of the house. I wanted a pool. I wanted it to be in a certain area. I wanted a big kitchen. I wanted an inside laundry. I wanted a big pantry. I wanted three bedrooms. I wanted a two bathrooms. okay, so you can imagine i 'm doing my whole list here so we 're driving around. Um, he'd been looking on all the real estate and he'd shortlisted a bunch of homes and we'd gone and looked at some of them, but none of them were good. They're, they were not what I wanted. And I knew I just needed to remain firm because I knew my house was out there. So we're driving around and we see a house and it's got a for lease sign on it. So we We end up calling the real estate the following day and they said, oh, that house is not even on the market yet. We just put up the lease sign on the front of the house just basically to see if we get a bite, you know, in the interim while we figure it all out. Make a long story short, a few days later, we went in, we got the first viewing. It was everything I wanted and it came in $20 a week over budget, but what was included was free gardening and pool maintenance. Wow. Wow so just saying you can co-create with your partner it happens you just like need to know that you can get the best of what you both want yeah and
1: even though you had different perspectives it it worked out yeah 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 fantastic is that great yes yes love that and you got the light you got the light we got the light. Yeah, oh, yeah. you can see and, the, it. It and such everything. Natural light. Yeah. I got everything.
0: <laughs> and the cool thing too is this is going to segue into uh, the party because I think it's time for the party. My vision board. I have a house, and in my mind, it's in there, and it's this big, beautiful house, and it's built into a hill, right? And I kind of feel that every house that I live at is taking me closer and closer to the one that I really want and the house that I'm currently living at right now I'm renting it's built into a hill with an infinity pool out the front which is exactly the house that I want to buy so it's just it's these small steps that are slowly it's like building blocks I guess I'm building my blocks up to the house that I really want and I just you know, I'm keeping this positive attitude and believe me, I'm doing my gratitude like crazy all the time, Mm. you know, which just allows that flow.
1: Yeah. Relationships, I think, are a little bit like that too. I always see that as, you know, ex-partners that I've had, I feel like they were bringing me closer to my husband. And it's like, you you sort of pick, you pick, oh, I like that, that quality and that quality, but that wasn't great. And then you move on to the next one. And it's like, yeah, they've got some good qualities. And I feel like that's what you were saying about the universe and being really uh, precise with what you want is it's like, if I look back at each of those relationships, I feel like I was getting a little bit closer and a little bit closer. And that's how you figure out, yeah, exactly who you want. And Jason and I certainly manifested each other. We both did that. We both wrote down exactly what we wanted. And when we both met, he said it to me first, and I was quite surprised. But he said to me, "I I manifested you. I created you." And I was like, "I created you!" And we got our little pieces of paper out, and we did. We created each other. Yeah, yeah. So I love it's that. One hundred percent. So romantic. One hundred percent accurate. So, in terms of the party, um, let's get the party. And I don't party. know. Should let's I like? get the party started. Should I like play my little drum again? Hang on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not very I rhythmic. Feel like the drum like,
0: needs to go. <laughs> yeah yeah it's not rhythmic at all that didn't even make me like shake my booty or anything
1: well funnily (laughs) enough my dad's a drummer like my dad is actually a drummer and he was in a rock band um and he bought me this drum so um thanks for the compliment lauren that was really encouraging (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'll play my stick to what you're good at maybe i'll play my flute next episode yeah that's right Um, that'll be a really good party a a treat for the listener at home (laughs) um so Moving into the party aspect, uh, the vision board and I I alluded to this a little bit before with that amazing watch uh, that I created the Fitbit type watch, um, but also Oprah, you know, I had Oprah on there. I got to see her. She's amazing. Uh, There was a lot of wonderful things on there. And what I love about the vision board, as opposed to, I guess, I journal as well. I have journaling manifestation journals. But the vision board's beautiful because what you do is you can create it. It's really simple. And none of this stuff is work. None of the stuff that we're talking about is hard work. It's just taking the action. So figuring out what it is that you want, going through old magazines, newspapers, go to your GP clinic, raid their reception area if they don't need their magazines um so yeah go to the gp clinic raid their magazine pile if they don't need them um and just come home and figure out what it is that you want to stick on your vision board and what you want to bring in so if you find something like a beautiful picture of an island that may represent hawaii for you it doesn't have to be exactly what it is that you want to bring in but just it has to represent that thing and so it can be i just had mine on cardboard i had a beautiful pink piece of cardboard at one stage and i just stuck all my little pictures up there and then sometimes i like to add butterflies and whatever's significant for me rainbows um i'll put them on there as well and just make it really beautiful and then i keep that in my Uh, office space, somewhere where I look at it often. uh, And sometimes I might put it in my bedroom. You can also use cork boards and you just pin the various little bits and pieces on. Um, And yeah, there's a a variety of different ways to do it. But it's, it's about the visual aspect and reminding you Of the beauty of what it is that you want to bring in because often when you put it on a beautiful background it it does look beautiful it does look beautiful um there's also online versions i guess that you could do um you could use canva um for example if if people are familiar or aren't familiar with that canva is a great tool um you can actually use that in your business um but you can also use it to i guess find the imagery um that you want to use and um It's all about that visualization, but the visualization also becomes a feeling, which is what you were talking about before. So we don't want to just be thinking, we want to be looking at that and feeling. What does it feel like to be in Hawaii? What does that picture represent to me? Uh, And Canva, as you said, uh, or as I said, was a very good way to find the images that we're chasing um, and to start to kind of feel into that and create that vision board um, physically or uh, online. um, And that's how you get what you want. So I do a Pinterest board. Yeah. Oh, Pinterest is, oh, I'm obsessed with Pinterest. Yeah. Obsessed. So
0: I have a Pinterest manifestation board. And then what I do is I just type in what I want. Like let's say, um, office, what I want my dream office to look like. Yes. And I find a photo that's as close as I can find to that and then i pin it to my secret manifestation board and i normally do that when i'm feeling good and i you know i just want to sit and chill and you know have a coffee or something and i just sit and i just dream i dream and I manifest. I, I put all these things on my manifestation board. And then sometimes I go through my manifestation board and I actually just reconfirm that that's all good with me. And if I there's anything there that I feel like I've outgrown or
1: I don't want it, I just cancel the order. I'm kind of old school. So I like to have the physical thing there to remind me so that I see it when I'm sitting here working um, in my little office space. But I'm going to get into the inspo in a sec, but I just wanted to touch on David Laws because he was the one that really inspired me with the whole vision board. And I hadn't done a vision board before I met him. And so for people who don't know who he is, uh, he's also known as the flower man. So he does what he calls like flower parties and you get a bunch of women together uh, and he'll show up and you get a flower and you pick it from the garden uh, or it couldn't be a plant. Um, you breathe on it and you put it in a paper bag and then you seal the paper bag and he picks up the flowers at random and he just reads the flower and you recognize your flower so you know he's talking to you and that's how he reads. Now I got to meet and speak to him and we have become good friends over the years and he was the first person to really talk me through the process of the vision board and how powerful it is and he still has a photo uh, of his original vision board. Now he's amazing the way he manifests, it blows my mind, but he lives on the Gold Coast and he's in a high rise and he had met a particular lady. He'd he'd done his vision board and he'd put up his ideal house. He was just renting somewhere else that he wasn't really happy in, but he'd put up his vision board and he'd put this photo of this beautiful penthouse type suite. And then he was uh, hosting a, a a flower party for this lady and her friends and then it was at someone else's house. So it wasn't at her house. And then he went to her house for some reason and they met up and I think he was dropping something off and he looked inside and he thought, gosh, this looks like the house on my vision board, the, the room, you know, the penthouse suite. And she said, well, do you want to come in and have a look around? And he went in and he's like, this is the house. Oh, this is amazing. And she said, well, do you want to buy it? And he's like, oh, like, I don't think I'm in a position to financially, you know, this that, and the other thing. And so they came up with an agreement. He ended up buying it off her, and she came up with an agreement. So they didn't go through the banks. And basically he just paid her at whatever he could afford. And he ends up, he's lived there. He's lived there for like, I think six or seven years now. And he showed me the picture, because I hadn't been to the apartment yet, he showed me the picture of the apartment and the picture on the vision board, and they're identical. You could pretty much put them one over the top of the other, and it's exactly the same house. And it was just the most amazing thing. Do you know how that story actually ends? What? He inherited a bunch of money and bought her out. Oh, I didn't know that. And now he owns it outright. Outright. Oh, it's spectacular. It's spectacular wow
0: and actually maybe i'll put a link to my other podcast in the show notes with my interview with david because it's yes. really interesting we don't so actually much talk inspired. about manifestation in that but he's such a oh. an electric man he's fabulous so i'll wow. put a link to that in the show notes for the uh, podcast the afterlight
1: yeah if you're interested but
0: yeah that's an awesome example that was
1: Yeah. So that's where my journey started. And that's, I guess, leading us into the inspo is that's where my journey started was meeting him, uh, hearing that story and just seeing the picture, because I think the picture for me, uh, pictures say a thousand words, don't they? And I saw it and I was just like, I feel like I can do this. I feel like I can do this too. And we can, and we have, and you and I have both shown that. That was before I met my now husband Um, when all of that happened and I just thought, wow, anything is possible. And that's what I want everyone to kind of hear and really grasp is anything is possible. We just want to get into those little happy moments and start to feel that and see what that feels like and get more of that. Yeah. Do more of what you love dance and sing and all those things. And that's what brings in beautiful, holidays and, and whatever it is we're trying to even if it's a car yeah yeah i think that's really great and uh, we'll leave all the links to the various uh people we've spoken about today the secret was awesome thank you for mentioning that we were both obviously on the same wavelength with that david law's um fantastic as to hicks there's a lot of different people that we are inspired by and it's wonderful for the listener at home i think too to think about who inspires you because that's what kind of drives me and drives Lauren as well I know um is yeah. having these people and and how do they do it you know and learning from that I think it's really important to learn from other people and and admire yes. yeah admire them for what they've managed to achieve yes. um and, and don't toll. feel jealous don't feel jealous over them feel happy Envy's for not them a good.
0: because when yeah you, when you feel yeah envy is not don't if you're feeling envious, just reposition that with you know that something's coming for you as well. When you have an abundance mindset, you realize that, you know, there's enough to go around. And when you're operating in an abundance mind state as opposed to a state of lack, then it will change everything for you 100%, because you just know. 100%. So feel happy for those who succeed because it will it will turn itself around for you Yeah, as well. and
1: it's about blessing them i always start with if i see someone with something that i want i'm like gosh they're really blessed and i think of it that way now i i say to you i say to them not directly but in my head i'm like you're really blessed it's so great that you've got that thing that i'm trying to manifest and that's inspiration for me i use that as my inspiration mm-hmm. that they've got it and they're really blessed and that's how i look at it now
0: yeah One thing
1: I learned in the Cosmic Ordering
0: Service was they told this story of this woman who used to get mad at everyone. She's sort of an angry person. Mm. And um, she started you know basically cha- she was sick too i think it was and anyway so someone told her every time you get mad at someone just say it in your head peace be with you peace be with you so then okay. she used an example of when she went to buy something at the store like some prawns or something like that i can't remember what, exactly what it was and the woman didn't fill up the container and she was sitting there and she was getting so mad and she just went okay peace be with you peace be with you peace be with you and she just went peace be with you and then the woman puts the lid on and then looks around and she looks at her and she opens the lid and she adds more and she goes, I added a little extra for you.
1: Wow. That she didn't charge her for, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. different perspective and it is harder. It's it's easier to go into the anger. It's easier to slip into that. So if you can diffuse the situation by being happy, I mean, it's really hard to continue to be angry if someone's smiling at you and saying nice things, Yeah, it really is. So bring the mood up. And that's what you were saying before with Esther Hicks, choose the higher emotion. Uh, And I've always thought that all through my hospitality days, through the various customer service roles I've held, I've always tried to hold that higher emotion and to not come down to their level because it's not personal. Often it's just, they've had a bad day and they're just trying to pass it on to you. And I don't want to continue that. So I'm stopping it and I'm like, have a nice day. So I I use that. So I guess it's like the peace be with you. It's have a nice day.
0: Yeah. 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 I love that. Just being kind, really. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I guess we should talk about what's coming up next week so people know what they can look forward to or not. More drumming or less drumming. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or the flute will make an appearance. Um,
0: So next week, what we're going to be discussing is basically our foray into launching the podcast. So we thought that it would be uh, potentially a value to let people know all the different things that we are doing to get prepared for our podcast. So we'll mention things like how we sourced graphics, uh, the system that we use for our show notes. We're going to talk a little bit about the, the podcast provider that we're going to choose to put our podcast on. What we mean, you know, in relation to show notes and how we take notes in the episode so that we don't forget them. The programs that we're using for editing and kind of the ways that Michelle and I have decided to record this because it's a bit maybe different, but or maybe it's it's going to be in line with what you thought as well. So we're going to be covering off on all of that stuff. And then, of course, we'll have a little party at the end of the episode, which, uh, well, we can't tell you everything right now because that wouldn't be interesting, would it?
1: And a bit of inspo (laughs) as well. And I think uh, for us, recording in separate locations um, has made us do some things a bit differently. And and as you said, maybe it's not different, but we feel like we're sort of making some adjustments. So that may be relevant to other people who want to head down this path um, and learn from what we've done because there's some things that we've done that haven't worked. So we've had to sort of work around that. Yeah, so it's going to be exciting. It's going to be really a a bit of a how-to, I guess yeah Yeah, and teamwork
0: the importance of delegating and the importance of getting i think we'll talk a lot about this too let's not forget but having clear expectation before you get started about what you can actually commit to Mm -hmm. uh because we had that discussion early and so we don't have we're not going to be in the position where we feel that the other person's letting us down because we knew getting into it what we can what we could properly execute and do for each
1: other so absolutely (laughs) Yeah. All
0: right, cool, girl. But that was fun. Thanks for,
1: thanks for your time. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) been the business in the front. Party in the back. Podcast. Podcast. That was the best yet. I reckon. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) to you next week. Yes. Talk to you then.